Welcome to the Next Level Selling Podcast, where your host, Michael Paul, teaches you the concepts of high-performance selling and going from good to great in your sales game. Whether you're just getting started or have been pursuing sales greatness for years, this podcast will help you maximize your income while having fun along the way. Are you ready to take this thing to the top? Let's go. Now, here's your host of the Next Level Selling Podcast, Michael Paul. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Michael here with the Next Level Selling Podcast. Hope you're having a great day wherever you may be in this big, wide, crazy, freaking world right now. Um, let me ask you a question. Have you ever said never? Have you ever said never? Like, I'll never do that. That will never happen. That's something that I would never do. Have you ever said never? I've said it. Oh, I've said it plenty of times in my life. And, you know, a lot of times I said it with good intention, you know, good intentions. I, I didn't want to repeat maybe something in the past that I did that didn't go so well and uh, obviously had a failure. And I said, I'll never do that again. Have you ever had a failure and you've said that you'll never do it again? Well, I, I've said that. But, you know, I've said it before, I'll say it again, that saying never is not always the best thing. I mean, you shouldn't really say never because you don't know what great things lie ahead for you in your future. Let me give you an example. So, you know, I had a failed marriage years and years and years and years ago. It seems like it was, uh, I don't know, a different lifetime, but all I know is I was single for about a decade maybe a little more than that afterwards. I don't want to get into the complete timeline and have to think too hard while I'm talking right now. But, but nonetheless, I had, I don't know, kind of resided myself that I probably wasn't going to get married again. And I think I was in my early forties. I was approaching 43 years of age. And you know, it's funny when you're, when you're 43, you think you're old, you think that, uh, man, you got one foot in the grave. It's almost over with, but I assure you that is not true. So I was 43 and I don't know. I had reached a point where I guess I don't know how else to explain it, except I kind of went to bed one night and I sat there on the bed and I thought to myself, I'm, I'm happy. Like I was, I was happy with myself and, and, uh, being a bachelor and I was working hard and traveling a lot and, you know, for my, my job and my work and, and what I was doing. And, and I was on the road all the time. Quite frankly, I was, I lived in North Carolina and Raleigh, North Carolina. And my, my territory was the state of Tennessee. So I'd get on a plane Monday morning, fly to Tennessee. Then I'd rent my car and I would live in my car in hotels all week long and do what I did and then hop back on a plane and come back home. So I had very little time, you know, to go on dates or meet anybody uh, anyway, so it's, it's just, it was kind of tough. So I guess I would kind of become happy with my life and said, okay, well, this is what it's going to be. It's no big deal. And, uh, I pretty much one night sitting there said, I will never get married again. Anybody ever said that? I said, I'll never get married again. And then while I was at it, I thought, well, why don't, why don't I just keep on going since I'm, you know, headed down this path here. I said, I'll, I'll never get married again. And, you know, I raised, uh, basically a couple, you know, stepchildren from a previous marriage. And again, at 43, I figured I was just, it was, it was past time for me to have any children 
you know, biological children of my own. So I said, I will never have children because, you know, I'm too old. I'm, I'm 43 for the love of God. And then I said, I'll never date a woman with small children because quite frankly, and as terrible as this sounds, I figured I'm at a point in my life that I'm not ready to raise other children or anybody else's children or, or whatever the situation is. So I said never three times. Well, <laughs> you know, they say never say never. I had a dating profile and uh, on, I think it was Yahoo personals back then and I had a dating profile. And quite frankly, because again, I was on the road all the time, didn't have a lot of time to meet or date people. So I just had this profile up there and I thought, eh, you know, it'd be probably a lot easier for me to get a dinner date, you know, every now and then um, just, you know, email, connect with somebody, meet for dinner. And, and that's about it. And, uh, you know, something happens, you know, whatever, great. If it doesn't, it's, it's whatever. I wasn't looking again to get married because I was happy with my life and I was never going to get married again. And so one night I'm sitting there um, and I'm gonna give you the abridged short version. So don't worry, I'm not going to give you some 30 minute, you know, crazy story here. But so I'm sitting there one night on my laptop and I'm talking uh, to this, this girl was not a romantic interest, but I was talking to her and I, this is when I wrote Harley's all the time. And and she said, hey, you know, let me see a picture of your Harley. And I go, well, you know, it's on this Yahoo personal profile, a picture of it. But I have it. I had the, at the time it was hidden. I had it taken down because I was truly busy. I was working so much I didn't even have time to date. And she said, well, go ahead. I've got a Yahoo personal profile. I'll take a look at it. So I jumped on my laptop and I unhid the profile. And sure enough, she could look at the picture. Well, lo and behold, across town was this girl named Angie. And Angie was with a friend of hers and her friend, not Angie, but her friend said, Hey, I want to show you somebody on Yahoo personals that I'm interested in. Not me, but somebody else. But when she opened up the browser and opened up the website, uh, I guess my picture popped up. And so Angie saw me and Angie wasn't doing really, uh, I guess like online dating for the most part, but she saw my picture and it was one of those, you know, Susie chapstick. I had my glistening white pearly white teeth you know and I was on the ski slopes whatever at least that's what I remember and so and and I guess it it struck her interest and so this is back when I have no idea how they do it now but back then you know she had to basically create a profile and had to pay I think 25 or 26 bucks whatever just to contact me and thank god the woman was interested in me so she contacted me and remember, I had had my profile down. I just opened it up. I had it open for about an hour, long enough in the other part of the universe here across town. Angie sees it, creates a profile, and emails me, basically saying, I'm interested in you. You're the greatest man of all time. Okay, she didn't say all that, I'm sure. But point is, is she emailed me and said, hey, I like your profile. And so I literally was just about to hide my profile again when I got the email. I swear this is the truth. I swear it on my life. I, I mean it. And so there was this, this small window of opportunity that this woman, who if you haven't figured out, is my wife today, but it gets better. So she emails me and we start talking and um, kind of struck up a conversation Within a couple of days, I said, you know, hey, let's let's just get together and have dinner. 
And I don't know, there was just something about her. I don't know what was different than any other woman that I had, you know, had a date with or I guess set up a date on online dating. I mean, because, you know, if you've done it before, there's plenty of crazies out there. So it took us about two weeks to get together because, you know, she was busy and I was busy and I was traveling and she had her work and, you know, she was a teacher. She taught children with, you know, autism, which is to me the most greatest thing someone can do. I mean, she was a hero as far as I was concerned to take on that kind of a, you know, a a task to love these kids and, and take care of them. But so we meet two weeks later. And what's interesting is, you know, I was standing outside. We met at the Carolina Ale House in Cary, North Carolina, kind of midway point between where I lived and where she lived. And I'm telling you, when she started walking up the sidewalk, now I, I had by this time I had seen a picture of her. But you know, I, you, I don't know. You ever online dated someone puts a picture up there and then you meet them and it looks nothing like their picture? Well, she looked, of course, just like her picture. And when she started walking up the sidewalk. I'm telling you, I fell in love with her. It was love at first sight, love at first sight. And I said to myself, I, I, I am going to marry this woman. We had an incredible first date. We sat there for hours and talked, uh, afterwards we kind of sat in my Jeep and, uh, had the first kiss and you're going to love this. That was March 21st of 2007. We were married July 21st of 2007. And if you can do math, that's exactly four months to the day after we met. Now, here's what's even better about this whole story. If you're following me, I said never three times. I would never get married again. I would never marry a woman with small children and I would never have kids of my own. Angie and I were married and uh, she had three small children which are my wonderful stepchildren to this day. I even have grandchildren now. She had three small children and they're the most incredible people, you know, on the planet. Well, Angie and I, um, you know, not to get too personal, had a little oopsie, uh, meaning that, you know, you know, we, the old miss the old period thing there. And, um, so we're like, Holy crap, you know, uh, this is what, this is not what we wanted. Cause she already had three kids. She didn't want to have more kids. I said, I'm too old to have kids. Uh, again, I was 43 at the time. Um, and she was, is eight years younger than me. So, uh, so anyway, when we found out that she wasn't pregnant, we got a little sad about it. There was a little, 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 little sadness there. I was, I was thinking, wow, you know, the fact that this woman that I love more than anything, um, you know, we could have had a child together. So we were kind of sad about it. And again, just to kind of keep this a little short for you. We decided that we would just kind of put it in God's hands and see what would happen. And we ended up, you know, sadly having two miscarriages, which, you know, I always knew what a miscarriage was, but I'm telling you the first one in this, I mean, it, it, I just, if you've ever had a miscarriage, if you're listening to me, uh, God bless you. It's a, is a terrible thing. I mean, I bawled and bawled. And if I talk about it too much right now, I'll start bawling right now. So we're not going to go down that road, but we had two miscarriages and then, you know what they say? Third time's a charm. I said, I would never have a child of my own and my wonderful, beautiful, incredible, super hot wife, Angie and I, uh, had a baby girl on March the 9th, 2010. She is today 11 years old as I'm speaking 
and uh, named her after me. Her name is Michael. That is her name, Michael. So named her after me, Michael Eden Polk. And uh, she is as crazy as me, as loud as me, as nutty as me, and uh, is the is the biggest, greatest pride gift. I mean, I just I can't even explain it enough. I would always imagine if I talked about this, uh, you know, on on a podcast, I'd be much more eloquent. But it, you know, I don't know if it's coming out that way. So I said I would never get married again. I met my wonderful wife, Angie, and we were married four months to the day of meeting. I said, I will never date a woman with small children. Not only did I not date her with three small children, I married her. I said I would never have children of my own. God had different plans. We did have a child, a baby girl named Michael, and my life has never been more complete ever there's nothing it's it's just i can't even explain it that was 14 years ago this past july it's now i'm recording this on um november 14th 2021 and uh so almost you know 14 and a half years of marriage and i love this woman don't believe me go look at my facebook page uh, I shout it from the rooftops. I always say social media is the proverbial mountaintop. If you love somebody, you should be shouting it from the mountaintops. Uh, I tell her every single day how much I love her, how much I appreciate her. And I can't do anything anymore without her. I just can't. And, uh, I pray you're in the same situation. I pray that you have this kind of a love or this kind of a marriage, this kind of a relationship in your life, because, uh, I don't know if I did a podcast about it or not, but you know, I talk about the inner circle and the inner circle is exactly that for me. The inner circle is my wife, Angie and my child, Michael. And, and, you know, just to leave for the day when I've got to go do what I have to do and for her to, to kiss me and, and to say that we love each other and, and to feel the hug and, and the same with my daughter that just kind of carries me through the day, carries me through the day. And I just think it's important. So, so don't say never, never say never in anything you do in this world, because if you say never, chances are lightning is going to strike and it's going to happen to you. But more importantly, keep an open mind. You know, if I wasn't here to give you love advice tonight, but if you're single and you're thinking you're getting too old, and it's not going to happen for you and it's what you truly want. Eh, just say it'll never happen. I promise you it will. There's good people out there. There's somebody out there for you. So that's my advice to the lovelorn. But again, never say never. And if you do, I'll see you guys at the top. Make it a great day. Thanks for listening to the Next Level Selling Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And check us out online at facebook.com slash next level selling podcast. Are you ready to go to the next level? Michael is currently accepting applications for one-on-one -on -one clients looking to earn a lucrative and predictable income in their sales career through his proprietary mindset methods. Book your one-on-one -on -one power call today. Go to mynextlevelcall.com, choose a time that works for you, and book your time with Michael. And remember, we'll see you at the top.